Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 7625 and have your say winning with Gowing Law. So it's Thursday, which means it's Manchester United for a solid hour, which means United fans will be listening, but I guarantee there will be fans across the world from other clubs tuning in as well to see what we've got to make of what happened on Tuesday night. I was wondering how to start this show. I don't really still know how to start this show, except for the fact that I want you to have your say. 0345 treble one seven six two five. Manchester United are out of the Champions League. The Premier League is out of reach, and it looks like the FA Cup is the only thing United can get their hands on at the end of the season. So where did it all go wrong on Tuesday? Mourinho, is he to blame the manager? Sanchez, Pogba, Fellaini? Who knows? You do. You know why you think United are out of the Champions League. So do give us a call. 0345 777625. As you can imagine, it's going to be a bit busy. So get your calls in nice and early and we'll get you on throughout the show. Jay and Gaz join me uh, this evening. I mean, gentlemen, how are we? We okay? Mm, yeah, so so. <laughs> Lovely to have you on, Jake. As you're back again, um, we got Andy Tate straight away. We'll get to Andy Tate. <laughs> He's not messing about. We are two minutes in. Andy Tate's on the line. Stay there, Andy. We'll get to you soon. Um, a quick recap then for you guys. Tuesday night comes. The final whistle goes. United are out of the Champions League. The thoughts going through your head. Mate, it's going to be like an hour of therapy this show. I'm properly looking forward to it. Um, honestly, it was just a pure purely dejected I couldn't believe how we'd set up and for the, for, the, for the start of the game the team that we'd put out and then the style of play that we came out with I thought after the result that we'd got from the first leg is this really how we're going to play and you could see it coming you could see we didn't look like necessarily scoring and then in the second half when they got a goal you just you knew you knew how it was going to go down and you knew that we probably didn't have enough in us to actually put the effort in and come back because that was the major problem for me it was the effort of some of those players out there. I mean, obviously, the majority of the blame goes on Mourinho, without doubt. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll fully so say the that. The majority of the blame goes on Mourinho. Yeah, but the, the, mate, there's other there's other players, and I don't want to pick out 
specific so players. So we've got to pick out one specific players. There is players. one that I'm going to because, he, because I think he's the best player in the team and it's Paul Pogba. I criticised him for it last week, but the guy mopes around the pitch at times, man. He's the best player in this team and it, it seems to be that he's one of those guys that has had it all going his way, his career, and whenever yeah. it's not gone his way, he's sulked and threw his toys out the pram. It happened the first time at United and Fergie went, right, you've not got the right mentality, you can get out of the club. He's gone at Juventus, everything's gone great for him, so it's all going great, and that's why he's proven himself to be one of the best in the world. He comes back to United, he's gone through a period now where maybe him and Jose aren't on perfect terms. He's having youth team players start above him. He's come back from an injury, he's in a negative mind frame, and he doesn't want to put in the effort to sort of get himself out of that rut. And it annoys me, and the reason why I pick him out is because he's brilliant and because he's probably the best player in our team. But if he's not going to put any effort in, man, I can't be bothered. Jay? I mean, the thing with Pogba is, yeah, I get where you're coming from, but, he, you know, he didn't start that game. The, the team that started should have been enough to beat Seville, if we're being completely honest. And he, d he has missed, a, all right, only a couple of games through injury, but he came on, he didn't look like he was at the races. But I feel the thing with Pogba is, when he plays OK, people laud him as some sort of messiah. And when he has a bad game, people say oh, all the ills of the team are his fault. And when you look at the team that was put out there the starting 11 that should have been enough I think Jose took a bit of a gamble with Fellaini maybe Ashley Young after he played just after um, a few days after marking um, Mo Salah that was a bit, a bit of a funny one but I thought the team even though it wasn't a team I'd have I thought that we had enough quality in there especially our front four to really get out of him and we did for about 27 seconds yeah. and then it all just went to, to like we were defending I mean I didn't feel great before go, going into the game after the nil-nil over in Spain I thought that was a, wasn't the result that everyone was making it out to be exactly I, you know yeah. we needed that way of goal and we didn't get it Right, so producer Chris told me to make sure that we have a switch up between positive and negative callers. You've got to make sure that this is a nice balanced show. But I've got four absolutely negative comments in. So if you're a United fan at home and you've got a positive attitude about what happened on Tuesday and you want to share the positivity, we need you in this hour. Come on, get in touch. That's we fine. need you. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. Otherwise, it's going to be a long show what, what, with a lot of moaning. We can watch. I don't know. Andy is... Tate. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Talk to us, Andy Tate. Jose Mourinho. Uh, I've bit my tongue for two days. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a first. Um, like a lot of United fans, including my dad, um, it's, it's time to start questioning him. Now, I, I, I do believe he's the right man for the job, without a doubt, but if you want to succeed, he has to evolve now. And his attitude and his comments on Tuesday night, I sat here as manager of Porto, Inter, uh, Real Madrid, sorry, uh, and I'll sit here, nothing shake, nothing new. That, that's stunk. Crazy comments, that. For me like personally, I thought the whole thing, what he said there, Andy, and to the gentleman in the studio, crazy comments. Why yeah. did he say it? That's what he does, though, Marina. He? He, he, he says whatever he's thinking. He's, he was obviously disappointed. It was a spur of the moment just after the game. We've seen it with Fergie storming out a press conference in Europe. I'm not justifying what he said. It was a bit of a silly thing to say. But I think it's been blown out of proportion. I'm not really bothered what he said. I'm more bothered about the team oh, that he no, put no, out no, and the no, fact no, it didn't I'm win. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, no. This is borderline David Moyes' comment. That is <laughs> it, is, it is a David Moyes' no, comment. Would Pep Guardiola? Oh. Now, just get listen to that. But no, would he say we could never be Barcelona? We would always be a small man city. How would City fans react to that? Or Klopp say something like that about Liverpool, about his team? Mate, how, how would the fans feel? Andy, I'm completely with you. I agree that his comments were well out of order. And what the weird thing is about it as well 
is that that's that's his line of communication with the fans, isn't it? You know, he yeah, knows the that the fact, and he's, yeah. he's come straight after the game and he's seen how the crowd's feeling about what they've just seen, and it's his chance to sort of put a few things right. And I'm and also, go on, go on. No, go on, Andy. No, oh, you two dead polite to each other. Complain, he also complains, guys, about the atmosphere in the ground and the crowd is not up for it. Well, Tuesday night. We, we didn't see anything. The crowd wasn't up for it. All, all we see was on the pitch. And this season, we have not been entertaining at all. We're getting the results, yeah. But I have not seen, I have not come home from a match with my dad and said, boy, that was a fantastic game. That was a great game. No, not been entertained for value for money this season. All right. I mean, the uh, Liverpool game was all right, to be fair, Andy. Yeah, well, for 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah, how can you go from the Liverpool game, though, guys, to a defeat like that when uh, we should be winning? Not defending is the guy. That, is that, not defending is the guy. Well, well, though, can we just go back, going back to them comments as well? As a bit of an expert of putting his own foot in his mouth, I feel like I can comment on them, right? Because when you say something like that and you realise you realise straight away after you've said it, what have I just said there? And you go back and try and rectify what you've just done, the damage that you've just done. Well, Jose's done none of that. No. So I think that he meant what he said and he didn't yeah. say anything wrong with it. He's, to be honest with you, though, he's got form for it. And when he was at Madrid, he upset all the Madrid fans by saying the best team lost. When yeah. uh, when he when he, when they uh, when they got a result, at Old Trafford. So we know throughout the years that Jose, he's, he's got a, a fondness for saying these sort of comments. He does upset people. We knew what we were getting with Jose Mourinho. This is what I'm saying. This is what I've been saying to people. We were never going to have expansive, entertaining football. We were going to win trophies, hopefully, and which he has done that so far and get results this season. We could still win the FA Cup. I don't think it's been the disaster everyone's making out. Yes, Tuesday night was uh, abysmal and it wasn't good enough, and his comments were a bit out of order. But I think that come Saturday, if we win against Brighton. It'll almost be forgotten about. So Andy, Sanchez. Sanchez, I'm going to cut him some slack here because he really is, he's coming mid-season and he still doesn't know his best position and he's down to the manager again. It really is. Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Almost signing Sanchez. I'm not saying. I'm, don't worry. I'm not going to be one of those guys who comes out after a couple of months and says we should never have signed him. However, it does. Like when you're looking at the team now, and some and some of the players that are being left out. You know, players like I know he's got a few games recently, but Marcus Rashford uh, in recent weeks, Anthony Martial as well. But because Sanchez is playing on that left hand side, and you're thinking, like I thought when we signed him, I thought there's no way we're going to play him on the left. Surely, yeah. there's no way he's, he's just getting straight above there, above Anthony Marshall and Marcus Rashford. But he is, and if that was the case, I just don't know why we've we've done it. Andy Tate, thank you very much, legend, for giving us a call from Andy Tate. We're going to go legend. to Alex. Alex, you okay, mate? Yeah, hello there. I'm uh, very. Oh, I was going to say I'm very well, but you never asked me if I'm all right. Uh, so Alex, <laughs> talk to us about uh, your thoughts after the game and uh, and what you're making of the whole situation. Well. I mean, the game on Tuesday doesn't really need any more than what Andy said to us. It was abysmal. I mean, the performance was dreadful. Why Mickey Mouse started in the middle? Um, I don't know. <laughs> and, um, you know, because he's been out for four months injured. And I know Jose's always gone on about how he's a Mourinho player, but he's been out for four months. Scott McTominay's been playing well. Mm. Juan Matt has been playing well. And he still goes ahead and puts Fellaini uh, in front of them. And I can't understand it. Now, the whole time Jose's been with us, 
I've defended him. I've said, you know, he's the right man. He's made a couple of mistakes, but every manager does. They're humans at the end of the day. But I can't understand that decision. There's nothing about Tuesday that you can defend about Mourinho. And then to put the icing on the disgusting cake, he said what he said after the game. There's got to be... Alex, I'll just get, I'll ask you another question in a second, but I just want to ask people at home who are listening and people who are watching around the world, is, is anyone out there see Fellaini on the starting sheet and think, yeah, Good decision, Mourinho. If there's anyone out there that thought starting Fellaini in, in a Champions League game ahead of McTominay and Pogba, if there's anyone out there that thought that was a good idea, give us a call, message in, tweet us, whatever. So we, wa- we want to find someone. You're just inviting City fans to call. Yeah, I'm very much just inviting City fans. <laughs> Alex, talk to us then about Paul Pogba. When you see him on the pitch, you paid a, a lot of money for this man, uh, £89 million, pounds, and, he, and he doesn't look yeah. too bothered. I think part of the problem is when he had that injury, I mean, we've always seen it with Paul Pogba. He's like it at Juventus a little bit as well. When he gets an interruption to good form, it tends to, he tends to throw all of his toys out of the pram and then give up for the rest mm. of the season. And that's, that's not good enough, basically. Nope. You know, he's, he's wearing the shirt of the biggest club in the world. And I do like Paul Pogba because when he's playing well, we can all agree he is pretty much unstoppable. Just look at the game against Arsenal before he got sent off. You know, he was tearing it up. And um, he's got that quality, but it's just the thing is, if he comes off of the bench and he's got that quality, but he doesn't bring that quality in life, and instead he just plays as if he's out on the park and he runs around, well, he doesn't even run half the time, you know, it's not good enough. And it makes you wonder, should he really be even on the bench if he can't be bothered? What's the point? You can't be bothered. What is the point? Uh, Alex, thank you very much for your call there. Uh, Always get in touch. If you've never called before, give us a call now. It's your first time. Have your say. It is like therapy. In a weird it way, yeah. You come on it. and you you get your comments out and you get stuck into a fanzine. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Mohammed now, who wants to talk about Tuesday, the wrong tactics, Mohammed. Mohammed, are you there? Hello, Hello you're yeah, on. Are you well? Yeah, mate. You all right? I'm very well, Mohammed. Talk to us then. The wrong tactics from Mourinho. It's just, I mean, we were at home, right? And it was near near like on aggregate, and. From the start, you could see Mourinho's tactics were just like, just to sit back and absorb pressure. And there was just, and when they were attacking, there was just no like ruthlessness or any like speed or anything to try and attack. I just felt like Mourinho was like a bit scared and a bit worried about Sevilla, which is just, just baffling to be honest. What would you have done then, Mohamed? Obviously, you you'd say you might have gone to Sevilla and got more than a nil-nil, but would you just gone at them from the get-go at Old Trafford? No, I wouldn't have gone all-out attack, but I'd have understood that you know the Champions League last sixteen, last sixteen, they're at home, seventy thousand, seventy-five thousand fans in front of us. You know, just want to like give it a go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just go for it. One for all of us in the studio then. The best man on the pitch on Tuesday. Well, yeah, well, I was going to go back to that because you mentioned about positives, trying to bring up positives. Romelu Lukaku, yeah, who come off that pitch, holding his head high, man. Yeah. I mean, I've even, I think after the Newcastle game, I started questioning, uh, is he quite th- that world-class player that we need to go forward? 
I, I, I completely go back on that. I think he's looked brilliant in recent weeks, and especially when the rest of the team can't be bothered. The one thing you can't say about Lukaku is that he doesn't care. You can see how passionate he is. You can see when he celebrates. You can see he's giving it his all. You know, he was running all over the pitch when he got his goal. He's grabbing the ball. He's like geeing up the crowd, geeing up the players around him. Yes, there's flaws to his game. His touch can let him down sometimes. But I think he, he has improved all round. His all round game's improved a lot since he came to Old Trafford. And he cared. You can see he cared. Obviously, he's been waiting to play in the Champions League. Mm. He gets in the Champions League and this is how he's, he's knocked out of it. He wasn't happy. And I think, you know, if, if all the players had his sort of attitude and effort, it would have been a different story on Tuesday night. Yes, yeah. Mohamed, uh, your player of the match? For me, it's Lukaku, you know. Just, yep. To be honest, he was the only one going for it. And um, he looked, he was making runs and he just, there was no service to him, nothing. Nothing was coming, and you can you can say that Lukaku. Thank you very much, Mohamed, for your call. Get your phone, uh, get your number now. Three four five treble one seven six two five. Like I was saying to you uh, before, after did my fan cam uh, for full time devils, someone just came up to me and just shouted the phone number in my face. Oh uh, three four five treble one seven six two five. Never forget it. Call in if you've never called in before. Uh, yeah, it was hard to find positives, but why is it if you're a football player, Jay, and and you're in the Champions League, you're at home to seventy five thousand people. You, you know, you, the, they should be on your side, the momentum. Why is it that some people, people to, to players just didn't look a bit bothered? They need to have that spirit. Don't I, know, I don't know whether it was a tiredness after the game, the games they played, or some of them were coming in for the first time since for a little while. I don't know if it was they just felt that they were a bit complacent because they thought the opposition weren't all that. I think it might have been a different story if we were facing a Barcelona or a Real Madrid. But it was it was a weird settle because we went for it at first and we seemed to sit back. It was almost like we were sitting on a lead already when we weren't. Yeah, and yeah. I don't get that. I don't get why we didn't go for it because even if we'd have got a goal, you wouldn't have felt comfortable because if they get an equaliser, they're through. So I wanted us to get them and try and get a couple of goals and it literally took two goals from them to, to get us going. By the time they, they scored two, then we sort of thought, oh, hang on a minute, we're going to crash out here. And, and we went at him, and when we went out, and we scored, and it was a shame that we didn't do that in the first minute, or, well, we did briefly in the first minute, saying we didn't do that for the rest of the game. We waited far too long to get going, and by that time, it was it was all over. So, in answer to your question, I don't know how any player can go and play for, for United and not give his all, not give his all in the Champions League. I don't think it's necessarily players not caring. I think it's players probably thinking even up until the point where they scored their first goal, oh, we'll be all right, we'll get, you know, we can still bounce back. And then when the second one went in, almost straight away after, then they realised they're in trouble and it was just too late. Zeeshan, come and have your say about the game on Tuesday. Are you there, mate? Yeah, I'm here, man. Right, so um, tell us about Jose Mourinho's man management. No, because uh, if you look at, like, the media, a lot of the people, like, uh, this, like, uh, uh, complain about Mourinho and uh, Pochettino. They, like, they look at the similarities and stuff. Pochettino is known for man management. Like, he, he, he can get his players together when they're losing. Look, they lost Kane on the weekend, right? And they end up scoring four goals regardless, right? Mourinho's not like that. He's never been known for that. He's known for tactics, right? But on Tuesday, he had no tactics. I don't know what he did. He put Rashford on the opposite side of the pitch. I don't know what he was trying to expect from that. And then he put Fellaini on the pitch. McTominay, right? One person I didn't have like a lot of like hope in just blew me away in the last few games. He should have played regardless. He should have been on the pitch. Uh, I, I was vexed because we, we deserve to be in the Champions League. We're that sort of club where we shouldn't be missing out on it in the round 16. We're not Arsenal or Liverpool. We're not that team that goes, we're going to get it next season. We're not Arsenal where we just get out the top six, like round 16. I was vexed. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's United fans out there, Zishan, that will be, you know, vexed as, as well. I, I, I can't see that... What got me about the comments that Mourinho made afterwards, he said that it's nothing new for the club. 
So if we're in this position, yeah, it's a bad comment. Uh -huh. If if we're in this position this time next year, is he going to say the same thing again? If we get knocked out of the final 16, he's going to go, well, I was here last year. They were here two times before that. It's nothing new for United. You can't... United as a brand, the United as someone, you know, uh, as many fans around the world, you can't be putting up with something like that from a, a, a manager. Like no, I, I, right, right, as frustrated I am with the comments myself, it, 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 it's a one-off, you know. <laughs> He's not said anything that outrageous. Like, he said, like I agree with what Andy said, that that was just as bad as anything that David Moyes has said, but David Moyes didn't get sacked for saying the wrong thing. Yeah, he got sacked true. for awful football uh, and awful <laughs> results as well. Yeah. Mourinho's only halfway there, so... <laughs> Look this, look, this time next year, if we're in the same position, Jose's going to be in a lot of trouble. But um, we're not going to get rid of Jose this year unless we drop out the top four. I think it'll be a silly thing to do just because there's no options out there, really. I don't mm -hmm. think people are saying Pochettino. Really? Really, really, uh, really, really? Have we seen enough, really? I don't know. Before the break, we go to Jonathan in Belfast. Jonathan, how are you doing, mate? Not too bad. Not Tell too us bad, then. Mate. Tell us about Fellaini. Fellaini, to me, I don't see how anybody can blame Fellaini on anything at the moment. You know, he's a player, Mourinho picks him, and he starts. What are you meant to do? You play. If it was you, you start, you play, you try your best. I just think it was negative tactics from the start. Um, who sets up defensively, get into the second leg of a home tie on a knockout stage in the Champions League, and not set up the press, the team? You know what I mean? You, you yeah. see defensive midfielders starting there. I, I just didn't understand it. You know, I, I went to the game myself and the atmosphere after about 20 minutes just sort of died down. They could see the play. It was passing side to side, backwards. But I don't see how you can put the blame on Fellaini himself. I don't. I can't see under that at all. You know, if, if the manager picks him, he plays, what can you do? No, I get what you mean. And I know what you mean. You're going to get picked. You're going to play. Do you not? Do you look at him and think, you know, could have put a bit more effort in? Or did you see a player with a lot of commitment? I, I just don't, I don't think he played well. I don't think any other team played well. You know, the team, the, the team played bad from the start. So they, they didn't seem to want the attack and go forward. At one stage, when I looked, Flaney was up front and Lukaku was further back. And when we lost the ball, it was just... he um, Fellaini himself wasn't running back. He just went in the late jog to come back. You know, so I didn't see loads of effort from the players. Yeah. I didn't know whether they were just sitting back hoping to nick a win. Um, to me, it was just a lackluster performance. It didn't get the setup on what he was trying to achieve. I know, and it was bizarre as well. And like you were saying, some players were playing out of position in a way. You could take snapshots of uh, of certain moments of the game and you wonder, why is he there? And why is Lukaku there? And why is Rashford over there? And, and you go, have they got any direction of where they want to go? We've got to take a quick break, but um, guys, you've got some comments coming just, in. Just one thick quick, and fast. Just one quick comment there about Fellaini. Um, I've lost the, uh, the guy's name now, but he said, it's not Fellaini his fault you know Mourinho's the one who picked him and it's it's like why I was criticising Pogba before and I probably won't criticise Fellaini it's because Fellaini's rubbish and we all know he's rubbish and it's not an effort thing Pogba's brilliant we all know he's brilliant he just can't be bothered that's what annoys me <laughs> right Jeremy we've got to take a quick break uh, only a couple of minutes and we'll be back get your calls in now if you've tried and you've not got through I do recommend you try and try again because you can imagine a lot of people trying to have their say but as you can see we try and get through as many 0345 treble 1 Oh, 765, nearly forgot my own uh, catchphrase there. Uh, listen, what we want from you is uh, the MEN wrote an article saying that defeat on Tuesday was the worst since Fergie left. Was it? Was it actually that 
bad since Fergie left. Was this the worst defeat you've seen uh, since um, uh, Fergie uh, decided to leave Old Trafford? Let us know your thoughts. We'll be back right after this. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345-111-7625 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. And we are back, the Excess Manchester Football Social, the full-time yeah. Devils takeover. Five callers in the first section. Let's get even more on 0345-111-7625. You're thinking about loud. I mean, who isn't? Though it's small, Loud has had more millionaire winners for its size than any other county. How would you know that? Maybe you heard it somewhere. And maybe then you think, if someone's going to win it, why not me? The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Whether it's your first step on the property ladder or your first place with stairs, from new builds to rebuilds, a new home is one of life's biggest moments. And we all know life doesn't always go to plan. That's why at Bank of Ireland, our personalised mortgages can change if your life changes. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Ben and Ryan, thank you very much for staying on hold. We'll get to you very shortly. Talking about Fergie, uh, since Fergie left, is that the worst result on Tuesday? Uh, we'll get to them the, the points from uh, Jay and Gaz very soon, but let's go to Ben. Uh, evening, Ben, you okay? Hi, guys, how are you? Very well, Ben. Good now mate. talk to us about Tuesday night. Um, I, I'm one of the, I think, very few that thinks it wasn't exactly disastrous. And, and I think... Um, I kind of understand the reasoning for Mourinho's tactics. We've had a lot of, well, I'd say chronic underinvestment under our owners since Ferguson, really. And if you look at our back line, it's basically a bunch of Fergie cast-offs that Mourinho has to protect by, the, by playing defensively and playing counter-attacking football. Because um, if we are to attack, as you see um, with Ben Yedda, um, on the break, we get caught so easily and people score against us. So... I think Mourinho's forced slightly into the tactics that he plays. It is part of his mantra. Um, but that, that is a big issue, I think. I get what you mean. He is. I mean, you can say underinvestment, guys. And I know he spent a lot on. on <laughs> I know. He spent I'd, a lot on players. I'm shaking my head. I'm just, I, you've I, got to admit, we've got we've got two players who Fergie bought as midfielders. Now our wing backs. Yeah. Well, and that's underinvestment for a defensive point of view. Maybe they're buying the wrong players. Do you not just think they're buying the players oh, that will sell shirts, that will sell shirts and make the club um, money? Go along with that. Yeah. But but it's not underinvestment. Um, I, I, I don't agree with that. I think um, if you look at City, they were lucky enough to buy their attacking players when the market wasn't inflated. Um, and Manchester United have bought the top players as the market's been inflated, and that's why it, it sort of distorted the amount that we spend. People look at the amount, um, but not necessarily the quality that you bring in for that amount. Is that, is, is, is that not our own fault then? Is, is, is that not our own, like Joe? Is that not Jose's fault? Jose's had his chance to buy players, and he knows where we need to strengthen. And he spent all the money in um, in places that we maybe didn't need it as much. I mean, we we all knew before the season that we maybe could have done with a defender, and we definitely could have done it's with a fullback. It's not just that, though, is it? He's, he's not playing defenders that he should, perhaps should be playing. Yeah. He said Luke Shaw was the best left back in yeah. the, in the league, and then he's not played him since. Yeah. You know, we we loan out Timmy Fosu Mensu who can do his job at right back exactly, and then we're playing Antonio Valencia there and complaining that he's not doing a job. So it's like we've got the players and we've got players that are available, but he's not picking him. I don't even think it's necessarily a case if he needs to go out and spend loads of money. 
Bonnet. I just think he needs to start giving players that can play in those positions the chance to play there. So in the summer, uh, Ben, do you spend more money on defence than attack? Uh, in terms of defence, I think we need a centre-back and a left-back. Mm. That, that's all I would say that we need. And we need to get rid of Deadwood that is in our defence. Um, but I, I think Timothy Mosley-Mentor, that's a great point. Same as Axel to and Davey. Um, they come in and they fill our squad up with both academy players that understand the way that we need to play. Um, but really what, what we need to look at is our centre midfield in, in the summer um, so that we're not easy to break through and we have options. Because at the moment, Fellaini is really our only our only other option. Say Pop has just come back from injury and you've got McTominay. Yes, he should really have played in my view. Um, but, but other than that, we don't really have any that fit to play. Yeah, Ben, thank you very much. Ben, I've got to admit, I know Gaz was a bit, you know, worried, but you are talking sense there, Ben, and he's making a lot of good comments about what we're under investing in the back four. I think Ben is core of the night so far. Ben, let's see what Ryan is talking about. The atmosphere at Old Trafford, the 12th oh. man, Ryan. What was it like? Not good? Evening, guys. Evening, guys. Evening, Evening mate. Evening, Ryan. Yeah, um, I just want to talk about, I'm talking about, you know, the atmosphere at Old Trafford. I mean, it's a Champions League match. And, you know, we was just flat from minute one. I, I can't believe it. This is like, we're the biggest club in the world. And, you know, you're, you're telling me that was a that was a Champions League atmosphere. It was so flat. Why it, can't Old Trafford be that cauldron that it, you know, that it once was? You've got a very good point, right? I was sat next to the Seville fans and I can't tell you how mad yeah, they exactly. sounded for 90 minutes. They sound like they practice outside of football, though. I think they must get around Tony's house and give it like... Because <laughs> they all knew what to do in the same time. Choreograph. Like a Kylie Minogue routine that you would have seen at Gorilla last night. Uh, anyway, right, is there anything you can see? That, is it Mourinho getting the, the players... To, to perform in a way that gets the crowd going? I mean, the manager obviously doesn't help, you know. We want, the crowd need lifting, and not once did, you know, did the crowd get lifted, you know, sideways, sideways. And I just wanted to tell you guys, the game against Palace, and more importantly, Crystal Palace, they're the only, we say, club that have got that sort of like ultras, that, that you know, that The big cheering crowd, crowd yeah. And, and they've got, they are bouncing and they've almost got a result against us. They've made an average team, like a Selhurst Park is a very, very difficult place to no. come to because of that. And I just want, you know, why can't we be that, you know? Well, we've had this debate, Gaz, a lot on the show. Uh, Ryan, thank you very much for your call. He, he's got a great point there. We've had it a lot about why can't people get up for it. Uh, the debate will continue until the club do something, Jay. I mean, the thing is, it's like the chicken and egg. Is it the football that's making the It the is, it's very much like that. Is it the fans that's not making the footballers get up for it? I mean, to be honest with you, it's difficult when you're watching boring football against a team that you should be tearing apart to really get going and to sort of get behind the team. There's no excuses. We should always get behind the team. But then we saw it only a few days earlier. I know it's Liverpool. You're always going to be up for Liverpool. But let's not forget, I mean, one of the best atmospheres for a season I saw at Trafford was when Moyes was in charge. I thought the atmosphere then, actually, funnily enough, was great. But, you know, we've had quite a few seasons now where football hasn't been brilliant. Yeah. And I think it does take its toll on you as a fan. You go in there and you're expecting, oh, it's Seville. We should beat these not turning up and then it's difficult to not vent your frustration and even though your frustration might be being a bit quiet and being silent it's difficult to keep getting up for it when you're just not seeing what you deserve on the pitch and we've had what Van Hal, Moyes and now Mourinho as well it's not always been the sort of football that we've been we've been used to no, uh, you, you're right there. Uh, do get your calls in because we've got a queue. But if you've been trying, you can't get through. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. Promise we'll get you on if we can towards the end of the show. Uh, the next caller, hopefully, uh, isn't going to swear. But Gaz is winding you up, Adam. 
Go on, Adam, tell me. Come on, Adam, tell me what's tell me. Guys, I've had you and Dave today winding me up. I saw, I saw the Dave clip. I saw the Dave clip, and Adam's words were, "Don't you be whipping a stat out, me, Dave?" And he just like got him shot. Yeah, I tell Dave like we're talking about the performance. I go to Dave. Yeah, Fellaini weren't good enough. Look, it's not all Fellaini's fault. I don't want to scapegoat Fellaini here. Um, and he's like. Fellaini had more shots than anyone. I was like, who cares? Like, it was, it's not good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can always get a stat that will skew someone's performance level. But if you're at the game, and Dave was at the game, it was that far. It wasn't that far from me. And I don't know how he could say that was a good performance. But nevertheless, how can Gaz come out here? and say, what was the problem on Tuesday? Paul Pogba. The man played 15, 20 minutes. Now, mate, mate, the, the first was... goal was directly his no. fault, and it's happened loads in recent weeks where it's been him who's had to mark his man and just <laughs> slumping about. Let, Can't let, be let him speak. Let let him let him speak. Yeah, so how can you blame Pogba, yeah, when he's been on for 20 minutes? I would be frustrated, yeah. If Fellaini started ahead of me, McTominay, why didn't he start? Okay, forget Pogba, why ain't McTominay starting? Why did we start a player? This is why so much frustration has been placed at Fellaini's door. Why did we start a player that has just come back from injury, hasn't signed a contract that was put on his table from last year, doesn't want to be at this club, and we're starting him in the biggest game of the season. That was where my frustration got with him, and he just let the game pass him by. He didn't try to do anything. It was crazy, but never mind Fellaini. It wasn't all his fault. It was the manager's fault. The team selection on the day was awful, and you've got to say, the players are going to probably have a response to the team selection as well, knowing that half of our best players are on the bench. Alexis Sanchez isn't performing at the moment. Why isn't he being dropped? Why isn't he being held to the same standards as everybody else? Yeah. Um, McTominay, why isn't he keeping his spot in the team? It's just tearing it off. And we've changed the team. Jose Mourinho isn't helping himself. He keeps chopping and changing the team. He's, I don't know what's going on with Pogba. Is he holding a grudge with him? Is he not? We need to start settling on a team. And I agree with that bench app as well. Gaz laughed at him when he said underinvestment. But it's true. We. It's This isn't... To, um, you can't excuse the result on Tuesday for underinvestment. We had enough to win that game. But over the long term, the Glazers' underinvestment in Manchester United and Sir Alex Ferguson covering up for them has ultimately led to Manchester United's team being imbalanced. We've had three managers buying all their players, and I actually think Jose Mourinho's signings have been pretty good. But when, when, when we saw Ronaldo, we got Oberton and Owen. City has been signing all these players and we've been shifting uh, Valencia in at right back Ashley Young was a good left winger about 10 years ago he's on left back now <laughs> yeah, I, know he'll put in a performance. I know he'll put in a performance every now and then when you ask him to track back and stick with Salah he's going to do it because he's that kind of lad but he's not a left back well, why, not play left back? Maka, why not play your best left back then? We all agree I that Luke Shaw is the best left back. Mourinho's even said that. So why not start playing the, the best players for the best position? Why are we why are we putting these square uh, square pegs in round holes? It doesn't make any sense to me. To the manager, the manager is, is is baffling with selection. And then you look at the atmosphere. The atmosphere at Premier League level has been poor for years. But you would never expect an atmosphere in a Champions League game to be poor. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel the team selection and the team attitude and the team performance didn't help. We tried to get going at the start. 
And when you just get grinded down and grinded down and more frustrated by the performance, and it should have got changed after half an hour, Jose Mourinho didn't change it, and he's to blame for that. Well, Adam, let me out. let me just bring you. Just stay there for us a second, Adam. Uh, I got Ben on the line now. Ben, you've got a, a thing to say about Jose Mourinho. I just think basically he's not the right man for Manchester United whatsoever. He was at Madrid. The fans didn't want him there because of his style of play. That was a disgrace on Tuesday night. We were playing Seville. He set the team out. Mm. What were we defend? What are we defending? It's nil nil. We should have gone out there four four two. Boston. Do you know what I mean? I've been watching United for twenty years. I'll tell you one thing now. If the Gea wants to go in the summer, they should just let him go because he's rotting away at our club. Who job he said of? Who job he said of Jose? I'd have Carlo Angelotti tomorrow, all day, every day. Attack, attack, attack. That's what Manchester United are. We're four four two. Do you know what I mean? Or that's the way we play. And like now, what you tell me, lad? I was at the game on Tuesday. What was he? What was his game plan? What were we defending? What was we defending? It's got a good point. That's what I never understood. Yeah, That's what make any me. sense. I mean, after the first leg, everyone was raving about what a good result it was. I was confused. I, I thought this is not a good result at all. Going in this when I went to the game and I seen, sorry to, when I went to the game and I seen the the lineup and like I just thought, what are they doing? What are they defending? Like where are they going to? We had four shots in three hours of like in two games. Do you know what I mean? Four shots on goal. They're eleven points behind fourth place in the Spanish league. And they all this talk about Pogba, he's not injured. He's not injured at all. Obviously, he's pissed, he's upset because they bought him and they're not playing him in his right position. They played him once in their position against Chelsea. Look what he done. He bossed the show. I, mate, I, mate I, I hate to say this, like, and I, and I don't. I feel like I'm the only one slagging him off, and I, I don't want to be. I don't want that to be the case at all because I do like Paul Pogba. But yeah. just just because you're being played in the wrong position doesn't mean you shouldn't give every, absolutely everything for Man United. I mean, you've got players like the, the Adams listed before who maybe aren't quite good enough, but you can't knock their effort. Ashley Young being played out of position. Tony Valencia at first when he started playing at right back, he was still putting everything yeah, into it. If, I don't want players. I don't yeah. want players that, that when, whenever things go wrong for them are just going to th- throw in the towel and think, ah, I can't be bothered. I want players who actually want to perform for United. It's like like us, us lot in the studio right now, you could stick us in any any position at United. <laughs> We'd give everything do, for do it. Do you think that though, Gaz? Because I thought Pogba, I don't think he didn't want, he didn't care. I think he does care. I think he was trying. I just think he had a bad game. He was off the pace and he didn't do the job he should have done. I don't think he got on the pitch and thought, I don't want to win this game now. I don't want to go through to the Champions League quarterfinals. I don't think that's the case at all. I just think he he had a bad game I don't think it is a case of any player going out there and saying I'm not going to do it I think it's a mixture of complacency and getting played out of position and also perhaps not being match fit as well there was a few players there that shouldn't have started that game I think we can all agree but when I looked at the front four as well the disappointing thing for me for that front four is you'd think with Sanchez with Rashford with Lukaku with Lingard we would have tested their keeper a lot more than we did but like you're saying the caller's saying we were just too defensive yeah uh, I've got to say Ben too defensive yeah, yeah two defensive, Ben. I thought you said you got some good points there about what Mourinho's plan what uh, plan was at the start of the game. Do you actually feel, oh, he will go or will he be at United for another couple of seasons if he still plays this way? You know what it is? He'll stay, yeah, but I don't want him to stay. And I think the majority... Obviously, we have to support Manchester United. I always not think not the majority, yeah. Well, he's not, he's not said that yet. Uh, yeah, but at least Levy, you know, we support him. If you're going to support Mourinho, then you're supporting that style of play. That's the way it is. And that is not our style of play. And you can look back. It ain't 2003 no more when he went to Chelsea and everyone had to... They know like every single team that comes to us, he shows them so much respect as if we're playing Madrid or Barca every time. We should have... Imagine if we had Fergie. All right, we can't keep going back to Fergie. But we would have bossed them over two legs. 
It's four four two attack attack. We're at Old Trafford. You know, there wasn't always there was some bad results under Fergie. I remember Basel, things like Benfica. There was a few stinkers under Fergie as well. Say one thing, my friend. Yeah, just one on, last thing. You know, when Mourinho, when he comes out afterwards and he's got the audacity to come out and say I knocked Manchester United twice. I just someone with wish one of them reporters had a bit about them where they could say, All right then mate, let's compare when you knocked us out with Madrid to this game against Seville, the shots, the possession and the team that we're playing. Yeah, we're going to have to take a quick break with Ben Caller of the night for me to be fair absolutely smashed it there I've got to go take a quick break uh, listen it'll only be two minutes then we get callers on we'll talk about Brighton thank you very much Ben for giving your call and Adam as well we lost Adam accidentally but uh, it was always good Cut, to have you good comment, here, good comment here on YouTube someone says who's this Adam guy should get him, get him involved in the channel more often oh should do oh, Chris oh, you wow. him. live from Manchester the excess Manchester football social call 0345 Double one seven six two five, and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. How you doing? If the light's gone off in the studio, it's because the office lights have gone off. We're the only ones here still moaning about excess, about football. This is Excess Manchester. Yeah. This is about Excess. It's a great station. You should listen to it. If you like indie <laughs> music, you like Clint Boone, listen, 106.1 <laughs> FM. Uh, and online, uh, we are talking about Manchester United. We had someone on before asking for Marino's head, and we want positive comments. So we've got Imad on the phone. Are you right, mate? I am, mate. You're okay. I'm not too bad yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He, he answered your own question then. He said, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. Talk to us about Jose Mourinho. Um, well, uh, first and foremost, obviously, I've had a couple of days to rethink and recover, really, because it was a shambles of a performance. Yeah. But, you know, looking at the bigger picture, we are better than we've been since, you know, Alex Ferguson left. Most, if not all, of the players have improved under Mourinho. They've definitely got better defensively. And also, Mourinho, is he's a draw, players will want to stay or want to come because of him. Are you telling me if we had Van Gaal, we'd still have De Gea? I know for a fact we wouldn't. We wouldn't have got Pogba. We wouldn't have got Ibrahimovic. But... I agree that to an extent that the playing style does need to improve, though. I do agree with that. Um, and we do need to make a lot of improvements in the summer. That Is this something that you look, you look to the next season, then? Definitely, because this season... Obviously, if we win the FA Cup, then it will be, you know, it's always a good trophy to win. But it's been a disappointment because we haven't, you know, challenged for the title, which was... The bare minimum, if you ask most United fans yep. at the start of the season. Exactly. Yeah. You know. You make some, some good points there, man. I just want to say, has there been a shining light? Has there been a player that you think is has really stepped up to the mark for United? I think I think there's been a few. Like Bay has been great. Obviously, mm. his injuries yeah. are a bit of a worry for me because he does seem to get injured quite often. So we definitely need to get another centre back in. I think. Obviously, Marcus Rashford has been awesome. Yeah. Kaku. Kaku's been everyone's, good. Exactly. Everyone's got on his back, but he's, you know, he scored near enough 25 goals this season and he's improved as a player. I think I think Alexis, buying Alexis Sanchez, I did say this at the time as well, I wasn't... Like, obviously, he's a, he's, a, he's a class player, but I wasn't sure he was the right signing. It's like... Mm-hmm. You know, a square peg in a round hole sort of situation. It's, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it, Sanchez? I mean, I I still don't know 
where he fits in the team and if he looks like he's ready for for Manchester United if he looks like he you know he's that sort of player uh, it's going to be difficult and only only time will tell uh, as we go down the line and into next season Imad thank you very much for the call we've got to get through these now get through them John's on the line evening John Hi guys What hey, are you talking about? Boring yeah. football? Yeah, watching Man United is like watching raindrops falling down your windowpane. It's absolute garbage. <laughs> mate, 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 mate. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Don't, it's, not, it's not good enough at the minute, and that on Tuesday wasn't good enough. But surely this season is is it's better than ten, we've seen over since Fergie. It's ten times better than Van Gaal. It's ten times better. The football's not really. The football. The football is no better than under Van Gaal. It's the same thing. Backwards, sideways, any way but forward. And we've got defensive headers in that team. Look at Jones. He's a, he's a defence... He's a liability, let's face it. He's calamity drain, you know what I mean? You've got Chris Wall, another brilliant game. One game. The next is garbage. You've got Linderoff, who's never going to be a Man United player. Don't care how much you're going to spend on him. The guy's garbage. It's another Mourinho signing, which is rubbish. Who do you like? Who do you like? In the team? Yeah. I think McTominay's been brilliant. McTominay's been brilliant for us. I think Jesse's been brilliant this season. Definitely. De Gea has always been brilliant. But he was at fault for the second goal. But that's, you know, that's one mistake in how many he's played. So are you Jose out then, John? Are you, do you want a new change of manager, a new style of play? What we can't do is keep... We can't end up like Man City having a manager 18 months and sacking him like they used to. Exactly. But the football has got to change. Where's... We look at Asiom's been brilliant, right? Let's, but he's not a right back or a left back. We're not playing. We've got Shaw there. He should be playing at left back. I think he's brilliant. When, when he got his broken leg, he was brilliant for United. And now he doesn't even get in the team. He's not even in the squad. Mata should have played on on Tuesday. Agreed. Not for later. Yeah. Yeah, John, stay there because because Dan's on the line. And and Dan, you, do, you Jose stays for you, does he? Yeah, man, Jose definitely in. I think the progress we made under um, Jose has been amazing. So, what about John's comments? that says Van, the, the the football we're playing uh, is the same under Van Gaal as it is now. You know, Van Gaal had his credits when I quite liked him, um, but yeah, his his football was really sort of old school, like keep possession. It was really boring along the back line. Mourinho does is a little bit more emotion in the game. You know, you feel something when he's playing, even if it's a bit defensive and pragmatic. Um, he always like he's sort of on the edge of see, You don't know what's going to happen. He's like we've got amazing counter attacking. You know, I've got to say Jesse Lingard for me was amazing against Sevilla. Like. He was trying to uh, make up for Rashford down the right wing. I thought, if I think he's like one of our best players, and you know, McTominay does as well. He's like his his quality. You know, just how simple he plays the game. So I'm guessing, John and Dan, what you're both saying is you've got to make the most of our attacking players. Why did we, why did we play two defensive midfielders in that game? We didn't need to against Seville. Seville are the poorest team in the quarterfinals of that cup. They have, if Man City get them in the next round. I think it's going to be eight or nine nil. Side against you think we played a good side, Dan? No, like um, I played. I think we played a bit of a reserve. I think Jose Mourinho was in his right. We're going to actually do something here because, like, for the first time, we clicked, like, emotionally, you know, as a team. You know, not like we knew where everyone was. Nah, we, we did. And then again, <laughs> the talking we rubbish. Like, Come on, man. Why are you talking rubbish? Dan, John. We did. We honestly clicked. Like, we're not like Man City and Liverpool, who always play the same starting lineup. 
<laughs> Dan, John, it's thank you work. very much for your call. Uh, you've, uh, I, I was Dan and John, I could have listened to them for a while just talking. Both have got the same point. You've got to make sure you make the most of their uh, of the, of the attacking like players. Um, and yeah, and then go from there. <laughs> I'm going to do that in an argument tonight with my missus. Just start whistling. whistling. Talking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> John and John, uh, thank you very much for your call there, Dan and John. Uh, we can let you know that uh, we won't be talking about Brian because full-time devils, uh, if you're listening uh, in the car and you want to know about Brian, the full-time devils lot did a video. It's online now. It's the Brighton preview to the FA Cup. It's going to be a game of United. Obviously, you need to win to win some, some uh, silverware. I just want a quick prediction from these two gentlemen. Um, results uh, on the weekend? Do you think United are going to stroll past it? Nothing, nothing hard. I think we've got to bounce back, haven't we? After Tuesday, that's you know, anything. I think if it's not, you know, if we haven't got an early goal, the crowd are going to get on the players' backs, and it could be another Seville over again. So I think for for once, we're just going to go out all out attack, and I think we'll win comfortably three 0 This is when United players prove that they are worthy of Man United. Not when things are going great, but when things are go- aren't going perfectly, and they can get their heads back up and put everything into the game. A big FA Cup game as well. I want to see a big performance from our yes, players. a big performance. Yes. What we can do is thank you very much for watching uh, Full Time Devils and for listening. If you drop us a subscribe as well, uh, and that would be very grateful. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.